Welcome to the Fantasy Wire HQ QuickCast. I'm your host, Frank B. You can find me on Twitter at FantasyWireHQ. Bookmark the website, FantasyWireHQ.com. We'll have some rankings coming up here for June. Get those out of the way this coming weekend. We'll get them updated. Other than that, it's high tide of the fantasy season, so you know it's not much happening. Trying to get sports back. I wanted to do a quick cast today that'll feature the quarantine 15, working out, losing weight, getting healthy. Summer's damn near arrived in Wisconsin. Uh, throughout the country, though, it seems like this Memorial Day weekend is the official celebration. We're done with COVID. We don't care. We're going back out with the masses. Whatever side of the fence you are on, that is fine with me. I am somewhat in the middle where I'm just going to keep doing my thing, keep my head down, stay as healthy as I can be, do all the right things, um, you know, typical stuff. And I don't really get on one extreme or the other side of it. I just want it to be done with. I want to get back to sports, get back to our normal way of life. And eventually it will happen. Just right now we're in the middle of it and it sucks. But a lot of stuff on Twitter I've been seeing with uh, people losing weight, wanting to lose weight. I've had some uh, some good people hit me up for advice and workout plans or diet construction, stuff like that. And it really made me think back to how long I've been doing this and on the grind of fitness, working out. And I'm not hard. I mean, I'm pretty hardcore, but I'm not like bodybuilder, wrestler, cut like that. But I guess I wanted to do a quick cast today and just kind of detail what I did and found success with, and it took me a while to get dialed in to where I'm at now. I wish I would have known this stuff back in my 20s because I really would have been ahead of the game, ahead of the curve, and just absolutely shredded probably and doing you know even better than I'm doing now. But I'm always late to the game and everything, it seems like. So with the diet stuff, I started really getting interested in working out in like high school. So I was benching and just doing all the typical meathead, you know, teenager workouts and all that. And I was pretty good. I was making progress and and whatnot. And then right about like my senior year, I was just, you know, girlfriend time, party time, smoking everything, drinking everything. So weights and uh, fitness, stuff like that really went by the wayside. I didn't do a lot of sports in school because I was just going through a lot of stuff, going crazy, losing my mind. And, uh, Growing up, you know, in Baltimore, it was pretty much one. Everything's to the extreme out there, and that's kind of how we took it growing up. So I didn't get really back into it for quite a long time. But fast forward, you know, out of high school, I go to Wisconsin, meet my wife, have my daughter young, and get into the routine of working, grinding my 40 hours a week, coming home and doing absolutely nothing at home except eating. No dogs at that point. Uh, we didn't go out and exercise. We didn't work out. I didn't go to a gym. I didn't have anything at home. Didn't do anything. My only workouts consisted of lifting my daughter up on my shoulders. And that was probably it. So in my twenties, that was damn near all I ever did. Nothing crazy, nothing, no bike riding. We, I was one lazy son of a bitch. So twenties, about late twenties. I'm like, man, I should probably get healthy, right? Daughter's getting older. I want to be around when she's older and your body is your 401k. So you're going to, you you want the best you can get later in life. You don't want to be, to me, what scares the shit out of me is like being sixties and seventies and I can't move. I'm in a wheelchair or I'm just so hobbled up. And we, we all know people that are like that. And some 
some of it's life. That's how you go. It's what you've done earlier. It, everybody's different. Generations are different. So for me, I was like, I really need to get into shape and, and just shift gears here. So there was a uh, semi-pro football team here in Wisconsin. And I went and I said, you know what? I'm going to show up. They had open practice and I'm going to just see where I'm at right now and try to get on this team and uh, start working out. And in turn, it's going to get me healthy. Maybe it'll kickstart me. And my daughter, number one, is like my motivation to stay healthy and to keep it going, right? That's the end game. That's where I want to be, you know, way down the road is being able to be healthy enough to walk her down the aisle, do all those things, be the grandpa that's running around the yard, all that stuff. A lot of, you know, you don't think of it at the time, but as you get older, you you will and you do. So I try out for the team and I made it. My work schedule gets all jacked up. I had to get off the team. And from there, it was like, I got to keep the working out going. It's it, I like it. I It re-sparked what I liked back in high school about the grind of going to the gym and working out and doing the weights, cardio and all of that stuff. So once I was like 29, that was it. It was every, it was pretty much three to five days a week. And I had, what did I have? It was like a, one of the home gyms that's real basic with the cables. And it's like, it's not a Bowflex. It was a Marcy or something, but I don't know what the weight max was. A couple hundred pounds. It wasn't anything crazy, but I was up there grinding in my spare bedroom in my house on that thing every night, like a moron (laughs) trying to get ripped and swole. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I mean, I'm doing the workouts that are on the thing. Seems like it's good enough. I'm done. I go pound a protein bar, get some protein powder and do a shake and live life, right? So a couple of years go by doing that. And I figure I made some gains. I lost a little bit of weight, cut back some pounds. I tightened up my diet a little bit. Not much because my diet has always been my Achilles heel. I can't dial in a good diet because I'm a picky eater. Hard to expand my horizons. I mean, I I try stuff, but it's like if it smells bad, it tastes bad, and I don't eat it. And that's it's just the way I've been since I've been a kid. So the diet was always hard to to rein in and change because we're in the routine by now. Um, early thirties, just same thing. You know, you're working, coming home from work, you make dinner, do all that stuff, go out to eat, and whatnot. I knew I needed to do something with the diet, but I was so pigeonholed on the weights and the working out in the gym. So I'm like, I need to get big. I need to cut the the man bod, the dad bod, and like get, I want to get as leaned out as I can get. I've never been super overweight. I've never been, you know, gigantic. I'm not a big guy. And I saw some pictures of myself in like 2005, 2006. And I was like fat Frank. That's what my daughter always says. Fat ass face, big fat chin. Like it, it's not me, right? It's not me. I looked at that picture. I'm like, that is, that's horrendous. I can't, I don't like what I see. So I needed to cut the weight. And I figured in my mind, the more I lift, the more weights I do, the quicker I'm going to burn this weight off and I'm going to get skinny, get leaned out and look good. My goal has always been like, I would always like to mimic i don't know maybe like the ufc lightweight kind of division guy where they're either super lean and cut or they're kind of right in the middle where they go past you down the street or stuff maybe in the summer or at the pool and you're just like yeah that guy looks pretty good whatever something like in between that like i'm not trying to get shredded like wwe wrestler style if i did that would be awesome but just to cut the 
the gut, the man boobs, that shit's embarrassing, right? So I don't know where to start. Where do I start? What the hell do I do first? I know how to lift weights. I know the bench. I know squats. I know deadlifts. I know bicep curl, like all the basics, right? I know those exercises and workouts, but nothing's changing. So what do I do first? I go to the magazines. I'm going to Flex, Muscle and Fitness, um, Men's Health, and I'm picking workouts that look good in there. I'm taking a little bit of the diet and making what can work in that diet for me. And I'm grinding on those workouts. Maybe they're eight-week plans, 12-week plans, six-week plans. I ran the gamut of all of those magazine workouts for eight. I had to do a million of them. It's all I did. All I did. And I got minimal results. Some of them I got better results than others. Other ones, nothing. Other ones, I gained more weight. Other ones, I got you know somewhat shredded for comparing to where I was for a moment in time and then it was gone, right? You get off the program, you go back to what you were doing. And I was just, I don't know why I was too dumb to look ahead and like just shrink everything. So years of doing that got me frustrated. And I'm like, I know I need to do the diet. That's a big key of it. I know I need to make some kind of big change in this workout, whether it's the cardio or whether it's the weights. And at the time, I mean, I was five years into jogging Three times a week, probably I'd get off, I'd get off work and go like five miles and then come home and eat dinner and do whatever. My daughter would do uh, softball practice, stuff like that. I'd be up, she'd be practicing for the game and I'd be running the track for as many miles as I could get in before her game started and then go down and watch her game. Um, And that's, I love jogging personally. I have nothing against jogging. I absolutely loved it. It pushed me to my limit. It made me like go longer. Uh, I took my tolerance to like where I want to give up the point that I want to quit and extended it. And I, I mean, like I said, it partying and all the bad shit that I put into my body, that was really hard to overcome and get into a phase where I can handle jogging five miles, 10 miles, 15, 20, and be good and like do it. It's reasonable. I can breathe. I'm not going to pass out and die on the concrete, but I really love jogging. I got about 2000 what year was that 14 i want to say no 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 no. i'm sorry about 2011 and uh my back was killing me oh my god i couldn't my knees were good feet were good but my back hurt so bad and i could not understand why it hurt and i ran pretty much concrete everywhere i did trails um through the woods stuff like that i did the track at the high school which was like the rubber rubbery you know, kind of foamed track that was soft, low impact. I did all that and my back was killing me. Oh my God, it hurt so bad. I had to go to the doctor. They checked me out and he says, I see this with jog joggers. It's very common. Do you jog? And I'm like, yeah, I jog three times a week for sure. Sometimes five. And then I do weights on top of that too. And he goes, well, you need to stop because you got like a small tear kind of at the base of your spine around your hips or something. I don't Basically, he wasn't going to do surgery. I'm too young. But he said, you got to quit jogging and you got to do cardio in a different way, whether it's a bike, whatever it is, you got to switch it up. The bike, I'm honestly, I hate the bike. I hate having a seat jammed up my ass for that long. I hate being hunched over. I love being outside and under the sun, but I can't sit on that damn bike for more than an hour. And I'm just, I'm in rough shape. So the bike to me was like, ah, oh, I just don't want to do this. So I'm looking around, 
for programs that can get some kind of cardio without jogging. I'm still pigeonholed in that magazine workout deal. And then I did a, they had a transformation challenge that was, it seemed pretty reasonable for what I could handle, what I was already doing. And it was going to take me out of my comfort zone a little bit to a degree. Right. And that's what I got to, I got to go towards. So I did the transformation. It was 12 weeks. It was a program I found online and I did the diet and the diet was really high. It was like, uh, I want to say like 250 grams of carbs a day. It was pretty excessive. I had to eat a shit ton of food and I did it, but the weights and the cardio, a lot of the cardio was like running steps. It was, um, circuit training, body squats, push-ups, you know, in a circuit in a Takata and then back, do it like eight circuits, whatever. Kettlebell was a big part of it. So I got a couple kettlebells, 25 pounder, 35 pounder, did that. And then I went from, I don't know, maybe 20 to 23 body percent fat, body fat percent down to like, nine to 10, I bet. And I got absolutely shredded. I had abs. I had a freaking eight pack. I did ab workouts twice a week on that program and they were not anything excessive. The before and after pictures were insane. And I was like, wow, I did it. I actually did it after the 12 weeks. Right. I celebrate. I, I mean, you get a couple beers, you start eating how you were a little bit. I get it all back. So then 2015, it was about 15 or 16. I was like, I got to do this again, but I got to maintain it, maintaining it, doing it for six weeks, 12 weeks, getting a result is fine. But if you're not maintaining it, you're wasting your time. So I said, I got to look at something better that's going to keep me year round. In Wisconsin, it is damn near impossible to do anything year round because the winter is so awful. You get six weeks of snow and crap. And you get about three months of shorts and t-shirt weather. So in between, you are stuck inside no matter what. During the spring, it's too wet to do anything outside running or, I mean, it just sucks. So you've really got the, the odds stacked against you as far as environment, what you're accessible to, and what you can get out and physically do. So for me... I said, I got to, I got to change it up and I need to simplify it. Make it like the, the KISS, keep it simple, stupid. I, that was my, my mantra, right? So I'm researching, I'm looking all around. I I'm into this stuff so good. I've, I have resources that I use. I, there's people, personal trainers that I know and talk to. So I picked their brains. I looked around online and the easiest thing when you break it down is your basic calories, right? It just think about the base, the basics, the numbers. It's your calories in, calories out. I had a lot of people tell me that. And then once, you know, it hits you later. I think you think about things later or maybe from a different perspective. And then all of a sudden everything clicks. So for me, when everything clicked, I'm sitting there going, no wonder these magazine workouts weren't doing anything because these aren't made for me. These aren't made for my body type, my height, my weight, my current life, my my routine, all of it. So no wonder I was getting mixed results at that. You know, the guy with the plan in the magazine is some five foot seven dude that's shredded. The other one's maybe six four. Maybe the other one's a former athlete. Like, what am I wasting my time? I need something for me. So how do I design my own? workout. So we're 15 minutes into the quick cast. And this is where I, I'm hoping you can pick up right here. Listen, 
make a workout that is tailored to you. And the way you do that is you start with the basics. Where are you at right now? Today's the day I want to change. Get a pen, a piece of paper, and write this down. I need to know my TDEE numbers. And the TDEE is your total daily energy expenditure, and that's for weight loss. It's pretty much like the most important thing available to you when you're trying to either gain muscle or burn fat, whether it's losing weight, gaining weight, whatever your your goal is going to be. I mean, most likely all of us, we want to lose the weight. Um, but the, the number, it's representing the total number of calories that you burn. So in, the basics, and obvi- obviously in order to burn fat, you got to eat less calories, and that is your TD. EE number that's going to force your body to use your stored body fat as fuel. That's what you want to do. You need to run that fuel. So there's a couple things that go into that when you do your your numbers. You're going to get your final number. You can find TDEE calculators all over the the internet. I've used um, the site that I use is iifym.com and it's Pretty much if it fits your macros.com abbreviated. They have a calculator on there. The macros are very important for your diet, and it's something we'll talk about in a second. But the calculator, you need to get your numbers off that calculator and see where you're at. Get your final number. The number is basically telling you the calories you're burning and what you're doing right now to maintain your fat ass. So take that number and pull 25% off because you want to be aggressive, maybe less, maybe more, whatever you are comfortable with. For me, I pulled 25 off because I wanted to be aggressive as I could and lose this weight in the shortest amount of time possible. So I did 25 off my numbers. Those remaining numbers are what I want to hit in protein, carbs, fats, and calories every day. And that number I use and plug into an app. Some people use MyFitnessPal. There's a lot of tracking apps for diet. You need to download one that works for you. For me, I downloaded, it's an app that was on Android. It was Macros. I should look it up. My Macros Plus. It is the best food tracking app I've ever used. It's really easy. So take your TDE numbers, convert them into the app. Those are your daily goals for proteins, fats, carbs, all of that. If you want to track sodium, you can do that, whatever else. But the basics, your groups, that's where you want to start. Hit those numbers in your diet and it will, you're not going to do it in a day, but you need to focus on playing around with your numbers. It's going to be a pain in the ass. You've got to barcode scan some stuff. So everything you eat, you're building a library in that model that you can use. I've built this thing over years, right? So I've got chicken thighs, wings, bread, whole wheat bread, white bread, egg whites, regular eggs, scrambled steaks, everything. So The more you do it and you enter it, you're building your own library. Just keep doing it. It's monotonous. It's annoying. But once it's in there, it's in there. So And back it up. Don't forget to back it up. So get that in there and start doing that. you got to get your numbers in and try to be as hardcore as you can with those numbers. Do not... I mean, if you're a little over, that's fine. If you're a little under, that's fine. But if you come off the rails on a day, don't keep that day going. Just recognize it and say, shit, that's it. I'm done. Right now I'm done. No more. Tomorrow starts new and start new. Get in the groove. You will definitely get there, but get in the groove. Keep doing that and track it. As far as the weights go, you're going to have to, you know, implore your, your weightlifting routine, 
and a cardio routine. And to me, those are the basics. It's one and two, whether it's body weight workouts, in the gym workouts, some kind of physical weight training. And if it's, like I said, basics with push-ups and sit-ups, curls, whatever you're, you have access to, do it. If you're going to go join a gym, do that. Whatever works best for you personally in your situation, make something work as best you can. And if you need ideas, stuff like that, reach out to me on Twitter, hit me with a DM and I'll definitely go back you know, and help you out. We'll come up with some ideas, but it's really, it's very important. Then the cardio, you want to take the cardio stuff. If you don't want to jog, that's fine. Once I quit jogging and discovered HIT, high intensity training, that was the total game changer for me. I don't know why I wasn't doing that how many years ago because when I did that first transformation in 2012, running the steps and the circuit training and stuff like that, that was high intensity and that's what got me a result. So if you look if you look online and you Google jogger versus sprinter, look at the pictures that come up. The jogger looks like Skeletor bag of bones running across the finish line, and the sprinter is a shredded, like Usain Bolt, right? That's why, because the jogger steady state, you're using, you know, your muscle to fuel everything you've built, you're using to keep you going. The high intensity is is elevated heart rate for a period of time, 25 to 30 minutes. You're using everything you got in the tank, you're going, you know full energy expenditure, you're, to go, you're going all out, right? I mean, you got to go 100% on the HIT stuff. That really gets the results. That's It does more in the day that you do it than you think. And then the next day when you wake up, you're bur- your body's burning. Like you got to feed it, breakfast, eat a good breakfast, get a good shake, keep it going. It does, the, the after effect of a high intensity trained workout is so beneficial versus steady state cardio. Steady state cardio is not bad and I'm not shitting on it, but I'm talking results, fast results and time-wise. We need time. We're busy. We're all running around. We got so much crap to do. The high intensity workouts, 25 to 30 minutes, you knock it in, you knock it out after work or you go in, you know, early and do it, then go to work, whatever you you can get into your routine. It's such a time saver. You don't have to go jog for four hours for three-hour bike rides, two-hour bike rides, whatever it is. You don't have to do it unless you want to. For me and my work schedule, the high intensity works the best. I can get off work at night, go up to the hill that's down by my house and sprint, Walter Payton style, and I'll do 30 minutes on that two, three times a week. That's all you need. That's it. You don't need to do it. If you want to do more, do more, but two to three times a week is perfect. Anything else is extra, you know, go take the dogs for a walk, go for a bike ride, do something like that. So build your pro- your program or your plan around the, those basics, working out cardio, weights and cardio, get in some core workout. You got to get your core built up. You've got to get stronger there because that is all of our most weakest parts of our body. When your core improves, your other, you know, strengths will really come into focus and you'll go, man, I'm really making good progress because your core dictates everything. The diet, you build, you know, you build six packs and eight pack abs on diet. You don't, it's not a gym thing. It's a complete diet thing. I've done it firsthand and it's totally true. That stuff will come. So the more you get the diet dialed in and the fuel 
you're giving yourself. It's just like a car, an exotic car. You're a Ferrari. You want high quality fuel in that baby, man. You don't want to be, you're not skimping. You're not going down to the shit gas station for the lawnmower fuel, man. You need, you need rocket fuel in you. So you put that in and what you get out, you'll see. It takes time. You got to be dedicated and motivated. But hey, all of us are different. We get there some way. However we get there, we get there. And that's when you tighten it up and say, I'm ready to do it now. So when you get those plans together, what are you going to do for working out for a, a weightlifting plan? For me, the best thing that I found, I mean, I was going around with like four sets of 12, four sets, you know, 12 reps at max weight or moderate. And then other, you know, other times you've done what else? Um, hundred sets where you do, what is it? Like 10 sets of 10 at a heavy weight, whatever. I mean, there's so many configurations of workout methods, but the best two that have worked for me, like a hypertrophy workout would be like a four sets of 12, 70 to 80% of your max weight that you can lift is a good one. Um, that will build you up. And then to really get strong or even shredded, I mean, toned out, the old school five by five, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, you could go five sets at your heaviest max amount of lift, right? Five times. So five by five is a really good one. I really, really like that. And for me personally, I had I did that for maybe three months and I had really good results on that. And then I do the regular four by 12 in the middle. But to con- construct a routine of weightlifting, I mean, some people, you, you go in the gym and you watch them, they do a little bit of everything. You, what the hell? You're doing a shoulder workout, then you're doing a back workout, then you're jumping over to legs. The more organized that you are in what you want to do and how you want to attack the workout for your body, to me, really pays a lot of dividends if you do it smart and you're not all over the map. Everybody's different. Maybe it does for you. Most of the people I know and hang out with and talk to Doing it in a real focused manner has gotten us the best results. So I would say, okay, Monday you do back and biceps because it's a like a push-pull method. DMX rolling through. Rough riders. Um, but you do your back and biceps because it's like a compound movement. It's a push-pull. So, you know, your curls and your pull, you're doing a lot of back stuff anyway. It's like a compound movement. So why not work both major muscle groups in that day and just take, you don't need 90 minutes in the gym. You need 60 and don't let anybody tell you different. You need 60 minutes of a quality workout. So what I do is I take back and biceps and I split four and four. So I'll have like a total of eight workouts or less and I'll do four arm specific bicep, four specific back. And if I can get them all in, I get them all in. But 60 minutes is your cap. Anything past that, I mean, 90 is not awful, but anything really past that, you're tapping in to what you've already got to get you through the workout. You don't want to do that. You want to burn, you want to tap into the stored fat cells, not your current existing muscle. So that would be like a Monday workout. Then say Wednesday, you got to take a day off and recover. Doing the shit back to back to back, you're going to get burned out and overtrain really fast. So Wednesday, I'm going to go in the gym and do chest and triceps. So I'll hit the bench. Do the triceps, like I said, that push-pull method. You're using compound movements and areas. You can get really dialed in for, you know, four specific chest workouts. Maybe it's a flat barbell bench, incline, and then flies, and then jump over and do tricep, 
you know, maybe rope overhead extensions, um, push downs, V bar stuff and in and out, in and out of the gym. You'll be the quickest guy in the gym. I guarantee it. 60 minutes in and out. Everybody's going to go, what the hell he's in and out. What he's already done. And then Friday, so that'd be Wednesday. Then Friday I'll do shoulders and dedicated core. So I'll do all my shoulder workouts and, uh, I'll put together maybe, I don't know, like five to eight different shoulder workouts. And these, I do not ever go heavy because the shoulders are touchy and you don't want to overdo it to a rotator cuff and tear something. You want to be smart and, uh, do it the right way. So I do basic shoulder workouts. I do lightweight with high reps and I'll do four sets of 12. Maybe I'll do five sets of 12 and volume is king. Always, always go for the volume. Construct a program where you're going to do, you know, four sets of 12. And then the next week you're going to do four sets of 15. Then the next week you're going to do four sets of 25, something like that to where you're steadily increasing. And then along the way, you're going to stack additional weight and move up, maybe move up five pounds, eight, you know, throughout the course of time, you want to see a progression in weight and a progression in volume when you do light stuff. And then I'll do the core workouts, all ab workouts, balance, core, box jumps, what else? Um, Sit-ups, basic sit-ups, curls, crunches, planks. And I'll do a circuit of core workouts. So I'll jump in and do weighted leg raises. I'll grab a kettlebell, or not a kettlebell, a medicine ball, hold that in my feet and do like 25 knee crunches hanging then I'll get down on the ground and plank. Then I'll do side crunches. Then I'll jump and do sit-ups on a ball. Um, then I'll do twists, like the side twists, and then make that a circuit. So custom make stuff like that. That keeps it more interesting than your boring, you know, ab sit-ups. Uh, do a couple circuits of that, and then take a day off. In between the Tuesday, the Thursday, the Saturday, those are my days to go run and do my high-intensity training. And then Sunday's a rest day. I'm not doing anything on Sundays. Um, the workouts for weightlifting, we were talking about the apps. I do like to track that on an app called fit notes. And that's, I've used that thing since day one. It has been the best app I've ever used. You can log your workouts and track everything you do. Every time you're at the gym, the weight, the volume, the reps, you can put it all on a spreadsheet and see where you've picked up strength, where you've lost your bad days, your good days where you want to go. You can set goals. The key is always improving. There's a lot of people I know that go to the gym and they just wing it. They work out all the time. They're dedicated, but they just wing it. So if, if I'm hanging out with my guy, I'll say, Hey, what'd you bench last time? Uh, Oh, uh, I think like two twenty-five, maybe two. I don't know. They never know. You should always know your number. Last time I did this, I'm going for this now. Last time I did this, my goal is three weeks from now, I want to be lifting that. Always progress, always have a plan. It's the only way to go. It's the best way to get results and keep you focused and know what's coming next. So the quick cast for me here, it's been 30 minutes. I'm not going longer than 30 minutes. That's the idea of the quick cast. We'll come to a close. I appreciate you listening. If you have any questions, if you want me to design any kind of workout plan or diet thing around what you do and what you need, hit me up on Twitter, throw me a DM. I've done it for a lot of people. It's I enjoy it. If you need advice, workout tips, changing something up, ideas, hit me up anytime. I'll definitely appreciate it. It'll definitely get back to you and let you know and get something dialed in for you. 
Until then, we'll get back with the fantasy football in a couple weeks. I'll have some articles drop in, a couple more podcasts, and a little podcast series on the upcoming fantasy season. The drafts will be coming up sooner than ever, July, August. I know most of them get going. Dynasty is probably already in the books for most people, but we'll have some pretty cool stuff on the way. So check that out, fantasywirehq.com on the web, and then Twitter, fantasywirehq. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice, and we will see you next time. Yeah, all right. This press conference is over. Go away. No, it's over, Phil. It's over.